Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, where we explore self-kindness. What is self-kindness? It's not just fluff. It's substance. It's not just a nicety. It's a life-altering practice. We explore how getting a foundation of self-kindness right inside allows you to live as your very best version of you in the world. I'm Pete Sibley, the self-kindness coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my friends, and welcome to A Self-Kindness with Pete. This is Pete Sibley, and I'm coming to you with a little bit of, you know, (sighs) it's so funny how life does the thing that you, I don't know, that you think like that you're above or that, you know, especially, well, I'll just use my, me, like, here I am wanting to share and be somebody who's carrying a message of the importance of self-kindness, the importance of trusting life, of trusting other people, of trusting yourself. And, you know, it's like, careful what you wish for, because it seems like almost every moment of my day puts me into a place to practice that. (laughs) But when I get over myself, (laughs) when I get over those thoughts, and I don't mean get over them, but when I sit with them and notice them and allow them, I land in a place that is maybe even deeper, maybe even more real, an experience of kindness, inner kindness. It's like again and again and again, my definition of what kindness is supposed to look like, it just keeps getting, you know, reworked. It keeps getting thrown out. It's like, I think kindness is this, this, and this. And then life gives me an opportunity to find it in another way. If you have listened to me for a minute, you've probably heard me talk about we question our thoughts, and that's really what this is. It's like, you know, is it true? Can I absolutely know that, you know, for me, that is it absolutely true that my neighbor's landscaping crew shouldn't always show up somehow magically exactly when I hit record for the podcast? which is what happened today, and it's why I'm laughing. I sat down a few hours ago to begin the podcast, and then the machines turned on, the equipment turned on, and it's also the fact that my, you know, COVID office is in the garage. But uh, their equipment finally turned off, and I'm hoping it's going to stay off. So, So it allows me to record this message. And... I love that you are listening to this. It is my mission in life to own internally this practice that I am spouting out to the world is so important. And as I do that, I am always humbled at the opportunities to practice it. And usually not in the way that I want to experience it. 
And that's what I've got to share today is a story that I sent out in a newsletter. If you're not on my newsletter, you can sign up through my website, which is PeteSibley.com. Um, you know, or, you know, anytime that you, you want to see what I'm putting out there, I'm out there, you know, at Self-Kindness with Pete is the, the Instagram place. But I want to talk about how it's safe. <sighs> You know, I keep coming back to this. It's like my mind wants to show me and tell me and prove to me that I'm not safe where I am right here. I'm not safe because of, you know, money. I can, like, let's worry about money. You're not safe right now. Or it's not safe because of maybe COVID. Like, like, let's worry about that. Or I'm a type 1 diabetic, like it's not safe to have high blood sugars or, you know, on and on and on. And it's not safe or it comes up with how other people see me. And so I pair have paired this up with wanting to share in this episode that it's safe And it's time to stop convincing others. It's safe to be you. It's safe to be your emotions. It's safe to be your thoughts. And you don't have to convince anyone else. And in fact, notice that all of the energy that you put into trying to convince us once you allow yourself to be free of not needing to convince us, it's like, oh my goodness, wow, so much space, so much more available to, you know, maybe prove to yourself how you are safe right in this moment, how you are supported, how that the, all of the things that you notice in the world are okay. There's nothing wrong. So here's my story as that relates. A few years back, I had bought a used Audi Q5. It was a black, sleek-looking Audi. And, you know, I'm going to be the first to tell you that I bought that car because I wanted that feeling of sitting in the car driving around of maybe even people noticing that it's it was a feeling it was an attempt to get an inside feeling of you know maybe worthiness maybe success but notice what I was trying to get the feeling from folks a hunk of metal so you know <laughs> this is just what our minds do until we give them you know, tasks to prove other things true, it's going to prove that you can get a feeling from a hunk of metal. All right, so we do this all the time, right? We all do this. We make an attempt to have something outside of us help us to feel something internally. And folks, this is getting it backwards, but we'll get into that. We especially do this, you know, my instance here was with a car, but I'll show you how it actually was about other people. We really do this 
with other people. We believe that what we are thinking in our brains is what they are thinking in their brains. And actually, I'm going to insert here that sometimes we might notice that we're spending a lot more time in their brains thinking for them of what we think that they're thinking than we are actually spending in our own brains. So get out of our brains and back into yours, you know. That's part of the convincing. So when we put that power, when we give that power to others, that's where we can feel unsafe because we can't know what the other person's going to do with that. And that's what makes us feel uncertain because there isn't, we can't be certain if that is what we are setting up for ourselves, putting that power outside of ourselves. So, you know, here's what it looks like. So shortly after I purchased the Audi, I was on a trip heading to Southern California and the engine light came on. So I put some oil into into the engine and I had a lot of thoughts that came up. And, you know, some of those thoughts were, well, if I take this Audi to the shop, my mechanic is, and and everybody else actually, is going to think like, dude, you're such a dumbass. Like, you bought this total lemon of a car. Like, didn't you do your due diligence? Like, uh, and on and on and on. And I was believing that the oil light meant that I had made a mistake in buying this car. And then I was judging myself about, you know, having gotten fleeced and being too impulsive. Like, you know, if you have listened to some of these episodes, you know that I'm now uh, recently diagnosed as ADHD. So, yeah, there's impulsivity in there and not making a wise decision, not being adult enough, not being man enough to know about cars. So all of those things were coming into my head, what I was making this oil light mean in this car. So notice how unsafe all this feels. And notice how I am putting it all outside, all this outside, and I'm bringing it in and making it mean something about me. I'm not going into me for my opinion. I'm not supporting me in this instance. I am definitely not practicing what I'm preaching. And so, rather than to feel uncomfortable, rather than just bringing it into the shop and enduring maybe, maybe the mechanics, like knowing glances and that embarrassment, rather than feeling that uncomfortable, I did the next reasonable thing, which was tried to ignore it. So, anytime the light came on, I would, you know, think like, well, eventually I'm going to have to get this checked out, but I would put another quart of oil in. And that went on for a while. So fast forward, the car is now bucking down the highway, like jumping all around. And I finally get it limping into the Audi dealership. And they come back to me and they say, you know, we can do a quick repair 
and but we you know we definitely recommend the bigger more in-depth repair and a quick repair was 500 bucks the more in-depth repair was a thousand dollars well you know we could have charged it we could have you know made it happen but i was already kicking myself so much for now it's it's you know much longer much lots of time has passed since i purchased the car and i had been kicking myself the entire time for missing the chance to get that oil light taken care of when it was under warranty and i think with you know with that used car there was like i don't know a two week window or something like that but anyway i missed it obviously so i did the 500 buck quick repair and just got myself out of there so fast forward again (laughs) the car is bucking down the highway again limping into the dealership again and anyone seeing a pattern yet so this time the engine essentially needs to be completely overhauled the estimated repair eight grand the car's worth just about eight grand. Uh, so on top of the expense, the car, you know, it, it can't be driven. It's either got to be sold at a total loss. I got to eat that or got to find eight grand. And so now my brain is shouting at me, Pete, like, how safe is that? You know, Mr. Self-Kindness. Look at the mess that you've gotten yourself into. Here's what I want to say about that. I never want to make it come across that I am immune from thoughts of self-doubt. That I am somehow someone who doesn't experience really intense self-doubt judgment and critique i know that mind it's lived in me and it still continues to dwell in me i believe it's thoughts that we all have the power of self-kindness comes from knowing what to do as those thoughts come up it's safe Self-kindness isn't about never having issues again, never having challenges again, never having car issues or kids screaming at you or money situations come up or, you know, it's not about not getting that. The power of self-kindness is in how we meet those challenges. When they come out apparently on the outside, like the car crapping out on me, or in the inside, like my brain wanting to beat me up and make a car breaking down mean something about my self-worth. You know, it's knowing how to allow that hurt, the embarrassment, the inner critic to be expressed and to still step into life, step into the scary thing. That's the power of a self-kindness practice. So 
my experience, this Audi experience. I didn't die. There was no crippling shame that ended up coming. And, you know, now I'm actually in a car that I love. It ended up working so much better than I had ever imagined. This car is much more in line with my integrity for the planet. I continue to learn so much about my self-kindness practice and me and watch this inner drama. And, you know, I noticed that it is safe. The only one that I need to convince is me. Not the mechanic, not my wife, not my kids. It's safe and it's so freeing to stop assuming what conclusions other people are coming to and stay in me. It's safe to put all of my energy into convincing the only person that I am ever going to convince. And same for you. It's safe to put all of your energy into convincing the only person you ever could convince in the first place. And that's you. The only person I need to convince is me. And my friend, oh my dear, dear friend, when we start living this way, when I live this way, I witness my life, you know, in ways that I never have before. It doesn't just stop. It's not about landing at a spot where it's going to be magical all the time. It's about, can I put that self-kindness lens on and see what's here? And the wild thing is, when I do that, life does seem to take on a magical quality. It's, it's, it's inexplicable. What I can describe to you is that that's my experience and it is a lot of my friends experience as well and I want to give you that experience but I am comfortable in knowing that's not my place I don't have the power to convince you that that's the experience what I do have the power to do is to invite you What I do have the power to do is to share my knowledge, is to share the tools that have worked for me and have worked for so many. And that's what we're doing on this podcast. And that's where I would like to wrap up today with inviting you to find out and go inside how is it safe to do that thing. I would love to invite you to join me in this self-kind mind journey. It's my one-on-one coaching offer. I've created it where it now includes having a kindness cohort. All of my coaching clients beginning in May will be meeting, you know, at, at least once a month, if not more, through a webinar where we will be talking about self-kindness, where you will get to hear ideas from other people going through this same process with you. So it's like the power of one-on-one coaching, which is like so powerful. And 
having a group that you are connecting with, which is so powerful to be with like-minded people who inspire you and who, you know, hold you and support you. And I'm also creating a new online interface that's going to be just gorgeous with so much more information and resources readily available to you. This is what I am putting out into the world. And I believe it is the purpose. It's why every single human being is on this planet. Can you imagine a a world where we have inner kindness going? We have that practice alive in us. That every person is only focusing on convincing themselves that kindness works. Can you imagine what that world is going to look like? And I say gonna because we're going to get there. And this, it, there's nothing wrong. This is exactly how we do it. We need to believe that shit is gone. is like hitting the fan. That is what brings us to this practice. If you're there, reach out to me, would you? Go down to the show notes, click the application link, DM me, email me, get in touch. You are so worth it. It's safe. And that's what I want to leave you with, my friend. All right. I love you. And I can't wait to check in next week.